Welcome back to Herbivores, a new podcast about health and veganism. My name is Ingrid, and I'm here with my two friends, Tanya and Ray. Today on the podcast, we'll discuss our revelations from reading the China study and listener questions we received from you guys. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Oh, <laughs> that's my bad. I, I thought we were talking to our listeners. No, we're good. I'm good. We're good. I'm just finding a comfy we're spot. We're always to talking to the listeners, but specifically to you guys right now. Cool. Um. So we can just get right into it. Oh, so, God. um, I mean, I guess what do you guys think about the China study? Well, I read a good chapter. Um, no, I listened to about an hour of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it slowly. I don't want to overwhelm myself. Same. Um, I'm glad I'm reading it. Uh, I know I was joking last week about like it's like the number one vegan book according to the internet, and I've never read it. Um, it is just one of those things where like I've heard about it so much. I was like I know the bullet points without having read it, but um, I don't know. It's interesting so far. Um, also, just particularly because as much as I do read like. Like I was saying last week, like, I'm Elisa Silverstone, and this is just, like, my thoughts on being vegan, and that's great. This is, it's nice to read, like, no, I am a doctor. This is a very long study. Here is proof. As opposed to just everyone kind of, like, I feel good being a vegan, so it must be the healthiest option. Um, So, yeah, that's my thoughts so far. I, yeah, I, like, totally agree with Ray. Um, As much as I love listening to celebrity testimonials, like (laughs) Alicia Silverstone, uh, clueless, I love it. But um, I don't know, I'm a person who really resonates when I can actually see like facts or research and it kind of makes that validation um, much better for me. And so I just kind of think like just beginning in it, like I'm so happy we're doing this because I definitely wouldn't have even picked up that book had it not been for this podcast. But um, just already seeing like, you know, like, uh, the depths that they're they went into and that like we have yet to read about um, made me like really dumbfounded on like certain things that I didn't even like think about and like yeah. oh wow like they went into all this research or did this and that's how it affected this part of the lifestyle like for me it was just like being vegan is great because like Ingrid said last week it clears your pores you feel great and you're saving the environment but like there's so much more right. to it I'm download this on audible plug and I think it's like 18 hours long and I'm through 12 of them. I'm going to finish listening to it. I've been listening to it on like one and a half times speed. Um, but I also do want to mention this. I'm probably going to put up a full summary of things that I found like really interesting from it on the blog. So if you're looking for a longer article about it or you want to go more in depth, like with the time that we don't have here, feel free to look that up. Um, especially as a cardiac nurse, I found this book to be like groundbreaking. This, to me, was incredible. Everything that I learned in nursing school was being applied directly to every single study. I mean, the pages, like, the places that he's publishing these things and the terms he's using, like, peer-reviewed research, like, all these years of funding that he's posting all the stuff on the NCIB, like, those are the things that I was using for every single nursing journal, paper, whatever, that I was using for my evidence-based projects that would actually change the, like, care on the units I was having clinical on. So to me, and this might just be me being like naive or something, I feel like if more people pay attention to this book and more people look at the science in several years down the road, we'll be like, oh my gosh, remember in the olden days when people were eating meat, dairy, and eggs? That's if like, you know, funding drains out for all those like meat, the industries, Mm -hmm. but 
it's not so I feel like the China study based on the label of course too it's supposed to be about that one study that was done in China which on its own is pretty interesting in general just how many subjects they had how many different variables they looked up that stuff to me was incredible but that is such a small fraction of this book this book is so much more about things that are happening on a biomolecular process in your body even starting from the very beginning talking about if you're exposed to this chemical in food which they found to be one of the most toxic chemicals if you're eating a high protein animal like animal protein based diet they used casein for these rats and mice there was no question throughout every single study that those that had at least 20% of animal protein in their diet developed cancer and that to me was just like this is incredible like how how is this not on every single front page and I right. get it, it's because of lots of influences from these, like, paid industries and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's just one example. He goes, it's a really well, it's a really well um, developed, like, storyline or story arc throughout all of his research. And the fact that he's starting with, hey, I did all these studies years and years ago that looked at cancer. I used to be a really big, like, high-protein, high-meat, high-dairy guy and then as I started going through these studies just these small little things with rats and cancer I realized there's a high correlation between eating a high animal protein diet and cancer which got me onto this next thing which I started studying for 10 more years then got me onto this and eventually the culmination of it is the China study but even his stuff like he has whole chapters on breast cancer colon cancer all these things where like you were saying Tanya we're in it because like you know, being vegan is like you feel great and it's great for the environment. But man, if you don't want cancer, yeah, the research is there. It's not me being, you know, having unfunded statements about this. Right. The research is in this book. This book is not an easy book to read. It's full of like P values and all mm-hmm. the stuff that you learn in statistics. Right. You know, I think like going off of that, um, I just kind of feel like this book like here I was really curious and I'm glad you went in depth Ingrid because my next question was like I'm just you know like you said groundbreaking and coming from a nursing background like I just kind of wondered what that was because for me it was just like wow this is so cool I was learning so many different things but especially you it's probably just like layers on layers of like what you're already like your knowledge which is great but um I don't know I just kind of feel like you know we all encounter those people who are like oh like you're a vegan you must just be like an animal lover or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like imagine if like this book could have that influence where you get to that point where people are like, no, it's not just about like being an animal lover. It's like you're taking care of yourself and like seeing generations down the line, like how it could like affect yourself and like others. And it's just, I don't know, it's just like weird. You never think about it in like the grand scheme. Right. Especially too, in my mind, there was no question that this should be implemented into the cardiac, like clinical area of even like nursing and stuff like that. When you're teaching people, like you need to lower even even just like taking out all of the uh, dairy products in your life and lowering the animal protein, even making a change like that would help so much with all these issues. The things that were mind blowing to me was that when they were talking about atherosclerosis, so that's when you have like plaque in your arteries. Um, that's a that has a lot to do with um, how you happen to have a heart attack. I'm like trying to like not dumb it down, but like explain it without my nursing terms. So once you have a ton of plaque in your arteries, it's usually almost impossible to reverse. In fact, usually you have a surgery done where they come, they go into that artery and they literally scrape like the plastic off or the plaque off in sheets. And 
there was so much research in this book that showed that like heart disease can be reversed through nutrition. Mm -hmm. And not only can you stop this plaque buildup, but you can actually reverse it. This is what I think. Uh, I, you know, us being cool vegans, we're always trying new mm. food, new desserts, uh, tasty treats. Um, and for me, it's like so helpful when I hear about like something somebody tried and I'm like, wait, hold the phone. And immediately like yeah. I go and make it or I go and buy it and I'm mm -hmm. obsessed for like a week and then I get sick of it, but whatever, <laughs> that's just how I work. So I think it'd be pretty cool if we kind of went around, you know, or like talked about something or dish or whatever. I'll dish. Oh, that's the Ooh, uh, that's the segment. It's what's called the dish. Yeah, what's the dish? Um, okay, so I've been um, I make uh this thing that the mom my nanny form makes, which she stole from Whole Foods. So it is. I made it for Ingrid. It's basically like a uh, it's bomb. It's a tofu um curry salad essentially. Make tofu as like crispy as you want. Whatever. Don't do anything to it, and then put it in the fridge and then basically you are mixing some sort of vegan mayo and I'm sure if you don't if you really don't like that or you want it to be super healthy you could f do it without it or figure something out um uh mango chutney I use the Trader Joe's one and then lemon and curry like a lot of curry powder mix that up coat the tofu and it's super good that sounds that's amazing awesome. yeah although I have learned i made i was like when i eat it i always forget how good it is so i made some for ingrid i was like i'm gonna make more and i was like i'm gonna make a ton of it because i want to eat a lot of it uh it doesn't hold super well so like don't make more than like three days worth because <laughs> then i just like you're just i was just forcing myself to eat a lot of tofu to get through it and I could have doesn't make you feel good i actually better. was gonna bring it to you and i was like um i think this is already too gross by this point doesn't matter so that's how good yeah. it is so yeah. make it but i'll be aware that because it is a cold dish it's if tofu like if you make like a hot like teriyaki tofu or something and you go and like heat it back up in the pan it kind of like re the texture like emulsifies sure uh it goes back to good texture <laughs> uh but you can't really do that because this is a cold dish so um you know kind of going off that i just wondered that sounds like yeah, so exotic and fun <laughs> uh do you guys find that like in your day-to-day -day, like eating habits that you because being vegan in 2018 is not hard, but, like, myself, I find myself, like, kind of eating, like, similar things often because I like it. Not because I'm, yeah. like, lazy or bored, but, like, I just genuinely like it. Yeah. Um. Do you find that as, like, vegans, you guys, like, go outside of the box and have a different meal? I mean, actually, I should preface that if anybody follows Ingrid on Instagram, I, you would that's know. That's what I was going to say. Ingrid is, like making so much stuff that looks so good and oh, I for goodness. sure I'm the opposite of where I'm like these are the eight things I know how to make and even when I like wasn't eating vegan like I kind of was like that where like I'm not a picky eater at all but I tend to just kind of stick to the same meals because I like honestly it's what I like um but I've been eating the same stuff and then when I look at Ingrid's like snap story or like uh, Instagram stories I'm like oh I should uh you know, Spice try something up. different for once uh. in my life. Um, so, I yeah. Do, yeah, I do the same thing. And then I'll, like, look at my meal and I'll just throw some garlic in and be like, ooh, I'm Ingrid. And the biggest, not even advice, but just, like, the biggest takeaway I have from this whole, like, being vegan, like, two plus years is, like, it's all, like, mental. Like, the second you start thinking about mm -hmm. it in the mental capacity of, like, I'm not going to be able to eat meat. I can't eat chocolate. I can't. Then you're like, okay, yeah, this, it's not going to work out. But when you start actually doing it for yourself and, like, you see the benefits of just feeling good, 
like I don't even think about that stuff I just think it's like all a mental game for everybody and like Mm -hmm. if you could just like get on board with that you could see what great benefits it has it was really to me I talked about this with Ray after my first couple days where normally if I was doing another restrictive diet within you know like vast experience of doing a ton of diets um I'd be like you know I'm gonna get so thin on this diet watch out spring break here I come and then three days later I'd be like I feel guilty for not having self-love. I'm going to go ahead and treat yourself with that pint of ice cream, whatever. I look fine already. Like, you know, like I don't have a six pack, but I'm not like hideous. So like, whatever, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to, we'll push this back a couple months. I'll get back on this diet, whatever. I was talking to Ray when I first transitioned and I was like, normally in three or four days, if I was on this restrictive of, of a diet, by this time I would be like, it's not worth it. See you later. But I was like, I there's no way that I can argue not eating like this anymore. Right. Because if I'm like, I don't care about animals, I don't care about anything like that. Even still, I am consuming products that take so much water and greenhouse gases to produce. I was like, whether it's an ethical, moral, or ecological stance, there's no way for me to argue that I am a special snowflake and I deserve the privilege of adding more to every single one of these problems because you know what I'm not that special I don't get to play that you know I don't get to have that privilege and say it's okay for me to eat this diet I'm special you know whatever Ingrid you're special thanks guys she's fine (laughs) but um no, I totally, I totally get that. Yeah, I was it was like, and I, not, I think I that is that. what makes it so ironic that for some reason, people who are vegan are constantly having to explain themselves when it's like, and I'm saying this as someone who never, never has been preaching in the 10 years I haven't eaten meat. If you want to get down to it, you explain to me why you're still contributing to the right why you are eating animals and killing animals why you are ruining the planet and then people get so defensive just when they hear the word vegan and i'm like it is it should it should be flipped if i I there's nothing about being vegan that makes any sense for somebody who is vegan needing to justify themselves and there are plenty of things about not eating vegan where it's like yeah, you there you you it, you are doing things that are hurting the world and the planet and but but that's never allowed to be questioned. But I, yeah, I mean, I think just from like a coming of a place of trying to understand why someone would be that way, people on the standard American diet, I feel like either don't know about these things like even if they're like whatever, I don't care about animals, like they don't know about right. like the ecological aspects of this or they just live like I said on that privilege of everyone else can do can make that change can do that thing but it's an inconvenience to my life and you know I'm so busy with work I'm so busy with all these other things I don't have time to make that change and I want to be like I've done every single diet this is the easiest fastest quickest diet I've Mm -hmm. ever done like not even counting cleanup time it's so fast right to eat <laughs> like a banana smoothie then make yourself a pot roast you know or like have a bunch of shitty snacks there are literally no excuses to yeah. not even try this lifestyle but i think too that can lead into some listener questions that we got thanks nice yes guys thanks for sending me all these listener questions they're great and you guys sent so many so 
Also, too, if you want to ask us questions, I feel like we should probably always leave some time in our podcast if someone has a question. Um, so feel free to direct message me on Instagram. It's at femurlife, F-E-M-U-R-L-I-F-E. Um, or you can email me via the blog that I have. So, and that link is in my bio on Instagram. Um, read, read one about me. So, a listener question? Yeah. Oh, Aren't they all about you, Ray? Well, yeah, they are. Oh, but people were wondering about meal prep and how mm. they were like, how much time does it take to make your meals? What about meal prep? And a lot of these people are coming from a past, like, um, more like kind of like me where they're CrossFit. So they prep, you know, right. three pounds of chicken breast at, on Sunday and prepackage all their meals for the week. Well, that's interesting because that was one of the first, like, uh, things you and I talked about back before all of this, but when we were purely doing this for like personal training reasons, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to meal prep. I've kind of tried it before. Like I was always half-assing it, but I'm going to really do it. And I did it. And I was like, um, all of my food is disgusting by day two. Um, but it all depends on what you're making. Cause if I'm making like chili, of course you can make that and put it in jars and it's great for a week. So that's, I go back and forth. That's my general thoughts on meal prep. Yeah, Tanya, I wanted to ask you a little bit about this because you have more experience. Yeah, because like, I'm full of... No, no, no. I don't, I don't I mean, be vegan half the time. I personally so. find that I don't have to meal prep because my meals are so quick and easy. Like, if I'm at work, you know, the most complicated thing I'll make is, like, a salad, but that doesn't take a ton of time to right. prep right before you leave the house or something. But, um, like, what is your experience with that? Um, I do a lot of meal prep actually but it'll be like you know like week to week Mm -hmm. I if I have a really crazy week I'm like oh I'm not don't have time to cook this I don't whatever but to be honest a lot of my meal prep involves like making like a solid base like like a big pan of quinoa or like rice and like Mm -hmm. having that ready to go and I am a huge like frozen vegetable junkie but like medleys um and I'll roast them I'll fry them I'll saute them um and honestly, it works great. Like, all you have to do is make sure, like, you you get the right, like, servings of, like, broccoli, cauliflower, bell pepper, Brussels sprouts, you name it. Like, I'll literally put anything. Um, and I, like, will prep it on Sunday, put it all in the freezer, and then I pair it with, like, whatever I made. I really like the idea of making a ton of rice or, like, a ton of beans Just and like then using those base. as, yeah, yeah, using those as, like, staples throughout the week. But I think, too, we can get into another question with that where... Um, buying in bulk because I've had a lot of people be like, how is, how expensive is being vegan? A lot of like people our age who are like in the middle hustle years of their life. So they don't have an extra dollar to spend. Have you found that it's more expensive, less expensive tips and tricks for keeping your grocery bill low? Um, yeah, I will say probably the cheapest way to go. Um, it's really great to buy like fresh produce and all that stuff. But I'm telling you like going the frozen route is the cheapest way to go. You Mm -hmm. just buy like a pound of frozen broccoli, a pound of frozen cauliflower, like mm-hmm. do that. I've been back and forth and I'll look at my receipts and be like, whoa. And so for me, yeah, fresh produce tastes like really, really good, but I tend to go like mm-hmm. the frozen route. And then like, yeah, you just buy like big cans of beans. And um, for me, like I eat all of it. So it's not like, it's like, oh, like it's going to go to waste. Right. And like that kind of stuff lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say to get the most bang for your buck is like, you know, just like f- figuring out what type of like, yeah, staple you like and like buying that in bulk. Mm-hmm. And then you can eat that as the side of like whatever you make. Another thing about kind of like grocery store items is, is there something that you find yourself snacking on when you're on the go? Like what's a good, you know, snack? I feel like that's a good thing. Cause like, I feel like I haven't 
the only thing I've really like been snacking on recently, like when I'm in the car going places, are like gluten free pretzels. But I'm trying I to get was off about that. To just say the same a, thing, really, of yeah. course. <laughs> um, I'm pretty big into dried mangoes. I'm not big into a lot of other dried fruit. Um, I just th- mangoes. I think that you like for me, it's just and it's the easiest thing. It's like carrying around like fruit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm trying you to just, do more of. You just but carry mangoes an apple. are so messy to eat. Right. If mango okay, oh. it, guys, if mangoes, mangoes were easy to eat, yeah. oh. I would never oh. eat anything else. But it's like I gotta put like a bib on and like <laughs> yeah. get like if oh, I, and like so go sit in a bathtub if I want to. <laughs> no, I will literally it to me it's worth it. I'll take like a little small baby butter knife that I have at home with me with the mango and just slice it and <laughs> eat it no matter where I'm at. I love mangoes. But dried dried though, I don't know. Oh my gosh, they're so good. They're not really? I don't I don't so um, good. I don't think they're necessary. Usually, I like love I much prefer a regular mango, but I love dried mango and the I whole think they're just or easy. Trader Joe's dried mangoes are the best ones. They're like usually cut them kind of thick so they're still like almost a little bit juicy on the inside. Oh. Yeah, I yeah, so exactly. Good. That's Stay I was t- gonna say. The only time where I've had dried mangoes where it's like they aren't good, it's always just a texture thing, and it's not even I don't like it. It's like a, sometimes they're just so dry you can't really fully chew them. Yeah, so you, ha- you have to guys, you have to find your brand. You got to find your place. You got to find your brand because they're all different. Every Fine. everybody's different. Well, I was gonna say that could be your um what dish. For I was next just week. about to yeah. say, guys, stay tuned. That's what uh, I'm gonna go Ooh, try for next okay. week. Okay, okay, yes. so let's all make a goal for next week. Tanya's is gonna be to try dried mangoes. I'm I'm going to try and eat more raw foods and um, Ingrid. I actually want to try eating it like Rato 4. Two, oh. Well, <laughs> that to me is going to be a little bit further down That's the road. What, let's talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so my goal this week, I think, is going to be twice, maybe three times in one week, having a mono meal, mm-hmm. which means you are only eating one type of food for that entire meal, usually like a raw fruit. So I will be eating like bananas until i'm full for that meal which is a totally foreign concept to me but um ellen fisher one of the people i always mention who's an awesome uh vegan oh, youtube told you about her vlogger oh, I did. um and i have her ebook she talks a lot about mono meals and just that's really easy on your digestion that it and it makes sense like the concept of like that your food only has to digest one kind of food for a meal would be easier mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to try that out and just see how I feel, you know? So that will be fun. Um, on that topic of, I'm, guys, not to be like, I'm not cool, but like the segues in today's yeah, podcast, really really except for you just ruined it because <laughs> you cut yourself off mid good segue. <laughs> so, so actually guys, speaking of Ellen Fisher, oh this is <laughs> a great segue to, I got another question about, um, Me. what are the, do I follow any vegan bloggers or like who are the ones that are helpful to learn from? Absolutely. 100% look up Ellen Fisher. The accounts that I like and I look at when I'm thinking about, okay, well, what do I want to make for like my next fun meal? Um, let's cook vegan videos. It's basically like buzz, buzz, buzzfeed, tasty Instagram for vegan meals. And they do stuff, um, that, that are like, can be complicated recipes, raw recipes, but they also do a lot of desserts. So if you're craving something sweet, they have a lot of options for you on that. Um, Also, Earthy Andy, they're on Instagram too. They're kind of like similar to Ellen Fisher where they live in Hawaii. They have like two beautiful children and they live a vegan lifestyle, not just eat a vegan diet. But they have a lot of tasty looking things on Instagram as well. Um, Ray or Tanya, do you guys have people that you follow on Instagram? Um, yeah, I don't know if any of you guys would know him, though. Um, 
He so was obscure. huge back in the day. Paul McCartney. But you said he has a huge back. Like, <laughs> well, right, what's his name? Yeah, no, he he. I follow him. Um, Known for his wide shoulder girth. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, people often talk about his music, but um, I think I honestly do like like a nice back. Right? I feel like that. Like I like. That gets you I going, feel like right? it's no, but I just feel like it's something where like guys are always like, oh, I want to have a six pack. I'm like, I don't think I've ever noticed once when a guy has had a six pack, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, they look a nice back. But do you like notice it through like <laughs> I don't their tell jackets them that. or what? what? I feel like you say, do you not know what I'm talking I feel like you could oh, just like, yeah, no, 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 like, like nice when they're wearing like a t shirt and you can see like the yeah, definition like, in the back. Right. Yeah, yeah, could we 100%. use the term like shoulders or something? No, because it's a full, just the full back to neck. Yes. Oh, that is you. Neck, I am out. I don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> neck and above, it's I, a no. No, I totally get it. It's, you're right. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so Paul McCartney's back. <laughs> Yum. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, I am not that big on like, I should Same. be on following. Um, but I guess I just, you know, I'm really into, like, living myself and, living you know, inspiring true. myself. Living with my third eye. I feel like, eye. For, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> if anything, like, every once in a while, I'll kind of, like, just on, what's that page called? Popular page. Where it'll be like, ooh, that looks cool. Right. And I kind of will, for 10 minutes, get into, like, a just little, Just for a like, little inspo. Right. And then you're but, done. <laughs> yeah. I think also just because, like, we've been, or at least vegetarian, whatever, just been doing this for so long where I'm like, there's really not much I haven't seen. Um, So sometimes it's more just where if I'm, like, like in the phase of, like, Oh, I'm just like stuck with what I'm cooking. I just need to kind of be reminded of what there is to make. But yeah, I also don't really um, follow anyone. Uh, going back to the thing of sometimes they're straight food accounts. But again, the people who are like, these are the big vegans. I'm like every other post. I'm like, I do not need you in a bikini with a quote that makes no sense. And that's obviously, again, it's not just vegans. But I don't follow anyone like that. Right. So I'm definitely not going to purposely go follow a vegan who also Just because you are a vegan. Yeah, I yeah. totally get that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Does that answer your question, Ingrid? Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll see when the, you know, list, listeners DM me on Instagram. Oh, there she goes. answer my question. Oh, okay. All about the following. If you have a nice, <laughs> if you have a nice back, d- DM me. Yes. Oh my God, do not send, DM me. Send if you send proof. me a back yeah. picture, I will not be happy. Be so if fun. you're not sure if you have a nice back, I'll DM yeah. me. <laughs> oh, and then if it, you do, she'll forward it to me. Yes. The one food thing I did, the one last food thing I got was, um, are you guys gluten slash grain free? I am gluten free. I'm not grain free. I eat all types of grains like rice and stuff. I'm only grain. Um, I am a grain. I have I have dabbled in it and not for any um not so much for like a ever like a weight loss thing. Um, I just went through a period of like. I don't know. I've talked to you about the singers. Like my doctors thought I had PCOS, and then oh, I remembered the thing they thought I had, but I think oh uh. uh pituitary gland tumor that's what i was trying to remember a long time ago do you know what i'm talking about yeah what there's an actual term for that tumor i guess um oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. like hippo hippo na, 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 yeah. i don't know what it's I called gotta look it up because i'm gonna anyways uh point being i was going th- uh, they never figured it out whatever maybe i don't know what's up with me maybe i'm cured who knows but through all that they were like uh, low carb, no carb. That'll help with all your hormones being out of whack and stuff. Um, I've dabbled in it, um, but never, uh, for, never in like a, I'm vegan and I'm consciously not doing grains or anything like that. Um, so no is the answer. Not right now. Um, yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm just a vegan. I feel like uh, 
going grain-free, gluten-free, maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, right now I'm not. But I will say gluten-free pretzels are so much better than mm. regular pretzels. Are they crispier? Uh, they just, yeah, they're just, they just really taste good. more the baked. Gl- I don't know. The Glutino brand is yes. so good. And yeah, I, I've had them it's been good. such a long time since I'd had a pretzel that I was like munching on them one day. And, but consistently every single time I share them with people, they're like, these are way better than regular it's my pretzels. Favorite thing yeah. To eat. yeah. They're awesome. Um, going more towards health. Um, someone <laughs> specifically, this was cute. Someone specifically asked me. Um, how long did it take for your pores to shrink? Because I mentioned that on the last podcast. Um, yeah, I or need just that like to happen talking now. About <laughs> stat. I just what uh, um, even like just my skin in general has been better. Um, it took about two weeks, and that was it. Woody Harrelson, who's a raw vegan, if you didn't know, yeah, he's um, so cool. I gotta look him up more. He, I remember his big story was that he was on the bus once, and he had like terrible skin. I don't remember the part where maybe this girl was just kind of rude. I don't know why she would have said this, but there was there's something I'm forgetting about the story. But essentially, this random girl was just like, "If you stop eating dairy, like your skin, your skin will clear up in three days." And he did it, and it happened. And he was like, "I never ate like non-vegan cooked food again." Um, I'm not saying 100 percent that will happen, um, especially somebody who had to go on Accutane. But I do fully uh, know the power of like food and. Um, skin as somebody who has had a lot of skin struggles. What about you, Tanya? I got too much skin. <laughs> so much skin on my face. Too much skin is better than not enough. Am <laughs> I right? No, I, I totally agree. I think that for, you know, I when I was younger, you know, you go through like puberty and like you get like your zits and everything and I've always had that. I've never had like terrible skin. Um, but I will say like, since like being vegan, I've never had like one of those mornings where I wake up and I have that outbreak and I'm like, why did this happen to me? You know, it's like, and now that I'm like really focusing on your skin, Tanya, it like really does look amazing. And I, guys, she's not kidding. I've never seen Tanya with a breakout. So it's uh, honestly watching me wake up tomorrow. Jealous on wood. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's a great lifestyle. I think all in all, because I just feel great. Um, so then our last question was more about how we work out. So a couple of people wanted to know how we work out, how often we work out, what that routine is kind of like, as you guys know, um, I do CrossFit. So ever heard of it. Yeah. Hey, have you guys ever heard me mention CrossFit 17 times (laughs) in a row? Um, there, I, um, (laughs) so (laughs) wait, wait, you you do CrossFit? Wait, you CrossFit? What? Um, yeah, I, like, made a joke up about it. If you want to know more about, like, my journey through CrossFit and finding that, there is a post on my blog. Um, and I make a joke of, like, the title has CrossFit in it, like, seven times. So, um, obviously, I do CrossFit. Um, I probably work out. I like to stick to the schedule of three days on, one day off, if I can. And usually by that three-day time, even if I'm not feeling, like, even if I'm like, oh, I could work out tomorrow, I try to take that day off just to, like, let my body recover. Um, I just find that, like, that next day, if I go more than three days, I'm not, like, I'm not attacking my workouts as intensely as I could be. Um, And so that's pretty much my routine. Tanya, I know you like to run. I do. 
Mm-hmm. So what um, you're running from. Yeah, my issues <laughs> with a Z. Uh, no, I I love running, but I'm not, don't get me wrong, like I, I'm not like this uh, crazy like marathon runner. I just literally like running like maybe like five miles every other day. And I also oh, recently. Oh, a casual five miles every other day. Jeez. I picked up about two months ago uh, kickboxing. And Ooh. I'm obsessed. Like, if I don't go, like, four times a week, Oh, yeah, I get you go to Tidal, right? I do. A lot of my friends from back home in college go to Tidal. Yeah. Uh, I love it. It's amazing. It's, like, a really, like, full-body workout. Um, I'm still trying to make my way into Ingrid's and Ray's CrossFit class. Oh, my God, come do it. Yeah, uh, I somehow have started running, like, not on purpose, a class that is specifically comedians who do improv. Yeah. So if you want to get into Second City or I.O., the only thing that's really missing is, like, you not being at my CrossFit class. So. Um, <laughs> it's, so basically it started with I, Ingrid, um, uh, Ingrid offered, she told her brother that she would train me. And so we started going to a regular gym and then I got so advanced. She had a move to a CrossFit gym. Um, <laughs> now we're, now we are doing full blown CrossFit. Um, never thought I'd say that. Yeah. Um, I, really quick. I, is it, was that scary for you doing it the first time? Oh yeah. I was ready to be like, I'm probably going to quit. The, not when I was doing it, but like before I was like, I, okay, I'll be honest. I don't even if you people have asked me like what is CrossFit, I always go, I don't know. <laughs> like I I can't really even tell you. It the is definition. what Ingrid tells me to do. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. At Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I like to take the thinking out of that so that Ray doesn't overthink it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know what <laughs> it is. Um, but I was like, I don't even know what I'm getting into. Um, it and I will say like it is hard. Not necessarily, I don't know, it's harder than any other workout. It's just, like, I mean, like, if somebody who hasn't worked out, it is hard. But I have never um, been doing it or left where I'm, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't, oh, my God, I hate this. I don't want to come back. It's always hard to the point where I'm, like, oh, my God, I don't know that I can go any harder. I'm about to, like, break. But I never turned off of it. I'm just, like my body hurts like this is hard but it's I but I've had like with other when I have tried other exercises I'm like I just hate this I hate it I don't want I don't feel good when I'm doing it and I don't ever want to do it again CrossFit is just like it's hard and I you know I puked after sometimes because it's so hard <laughs> but I'll I but I'm never I'm like I don't like doing this it's fun um and also now yeah we were building a whole uh troop um so that's fun comedy crew you do comedy fun. in Chicago I need to come. Yeah, yeah you totally should it's a fun class. Yeah. I'm a fun crossfitter. She says. As <laughs> 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 she giggles. Um, yeah, so I guess that I guess that kind of covers everything today. Um, thanks guys so much for your questions. If you have more after this podcast, even if you have stuff like about the China study or whatever, I'll try to put up that blog post next week about it a little bit more in depth. But any questions you have, feel free to like message me. And let me know, and we'll try to get to them on the podcast. Also, next week, I believe that we have our first guest scheduled. Oh, my God. Um, so, Rebecca is from my hometown. and I thought it was going to be Chad Michael Murray. She, oh, my God, me too. Two weeks from now. Oh, right? Damn. Don't oh, spoil yeah, the surprise. Right. Um, Rebecca's an OT from Kalamazoo, and her and her husband, Luis, actually, as of the new year, decided to go fully plant-based. So, we're going to have them on and just... Well, we're going to have Rebecca on, and we're going to talk to her about where she sees us coming into her life as an OT running her own business and um, the changes that she's noticed already. 
But um, yeah, looking forward to next week.